0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Struggle Creates Strength. Struggle Creates Strength is a mental health platform exemplifying that everyone has a story. I always say that no two stories are the same, but every story has the potential to help someone else. Now in today's episode, we are going all the way over to Victoria, British Columbia and welcoming on Kate Fountain. Kate, I first and foremost want to thank you personally because... The strength that you have and the strength that you possessed in this podcast and the fact that you were willing to share this story after only three short weeks of basically being diagnosed was incredible and insane and I don't know how you did it. I I still to this day I have no idea how you did it but again I commend you for that and I think everyone that listens to this episode can seriously gain so much just from the strength that you possess, and the strength that you've proven in this podcast, and proven by stepping up and sharing your story. It is incredible, again, I, I just, I commend you for that, and for those that are listening, you will not be disappointed by this podcast whatsoever. You will gain help from it in any, in some shape or form, and I will guarantee you on that, Kate talks a lot about her diagnosis with bipolar disorder. She also gets into some depression, gets into some of her, her past history and just the way that she grew up and some of the stuff, some of the hardships that she had to encounter along the way and where she's at now and where she's at right now is incredible. And she's the first one to explain that it's not all sunshine and rainbows where she's at, but she's on the right path and that's what's important and that's what everyone has to take from it is that although you might struggle in life, although you may have some form of struggle that you'll encounter, there always is an upside and there always is that rainbow at the end of a storm. So now not to take away from anything else, I'm gonna let Kate share her story and I hope everyone enjoys as much as I did. Now I want to say and formally basically to say thank you for coming on the podcast, for being willing to come on the podcast, for being open and vulnerable enough to come on the podcast. I think that's, that's something that I definitely don't take lightly and I always, always am just so appreciative of everyone that comes on. So thank you for that.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here and I, I love what you're doing. So I'm equally as grateful to you for the opportunity.
0: Thank you very much. Um, Now, just kind of like give everyone a bit of an explanation of who you are and obviously even just like what brought you here today? (laughs) Like what brought you to this point to share your story today?
1: Yeah, well, I guess I'll kind of start at the beginning. Um, When I was younger, I always had pretty bad anxiety. I would um, freak out about every little thing. If I had like a test, it would send me into a panic attack. And so that was something that I kind of always had. Um, And then I think it was back in 2013, something terrible happened. Um, I was at my dad's house and I was getting ready for soccer practice and he sits me down and he's starting to tear up and I've never seen my dad cry ever. He's hard ass. I've never seen him so vulnerable. So I was like, oh my gosh, like what's going on? And so he tells me that we're not allowed to see my mom anymore. Um, Me and my little brother, I think he was six at the time and I would have been 12. Um, Child services has gotten involved and you can't see your mom anymore. And I had a really, really close relationship with my mom. She was like my best friend, like my sister, we would share clothes and everything. So that was really hard for me to hear. And I didn't really understand why. And it took me until very recently to even learn the whole story. But um, the short side of it is that she's pretty heavily into drugs. And um, a couple of years later, she ended up in the hospital in a coma and had every single drug in her system. Um, I still... Since then, I've talked to her a little bit on the phone sometimes, but she'd be falling asleep and not really present in the conversation. I could tell that she would go away for a second and be like, oh, I'll I'll be right back. Like, I just have to go do something. And I knew that she was taking another hit of something. So I don't have her phone number now. And I have no idea where she is. Nobody's heard from her for a couple of years. But um, that was really hard for obvious reasons. (laughs) Um, And so I, I did a little bit of school counseling back then um, and it was hard for the first couple of years but then I guess kind of as a defense mechanism I kind of turned it into a joke like I because I know my friends around me would be like awkward about it so I'd like make light of it and make jokes about it so that they felt more comfortable and slowly um, I guess I just got out of the habit of being sad about it like I can talk about it now and I'm of course, I'm obviously sad about it, um, but it doesn't, it doesn't upset me anymore just because it's, it's normal to not have her around anymore. Um, and then I guess more my mental health journey, I think it was 2018, I first struggled with depression. And I, I don't know what the trigger was, um, but it got really bad. And I had never experienced something like that. I suddenly didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to do the things that I normally love to do. Like I, the key thing that always plays in my head was my aunt. She has a beach and a boat, and she's like, "Let's go on the boat and go for breakfast." My two favorite things in the world, and I didn't want to do them. And I was like, "What is going on? Like, that's not normal." Um, so um, my boyfriend's mom at the time, um, got me in touch with a psychiatrist in Kelowna, and that was when I was diagnosed with clinical depression and generalized anxiety. And so I had one medication for a while that, uh, gave me really bad insomnia for seven months, and I didn't realize that it was the medication. So it took me a while to figure that out. And, that almost made it worse. Um, but then I got on a really good one that I'm, I'm still on now that was great. Um, and then I moved out to Victoria for nursing school and went through the breakup. Uh, we were together for four years, went through the breakup and that was like my first breakup ever. And that was really hard because he was a huge support for me a little bit too much of a support and I think that had something to play with it um Mm -hmm. so suddenly I was still having these sadnesses and I couldn't go to that one person that made it better anymore um and there was drama with my dad and his girlfriend as well and if i get into everything we could be here forever. <laughs> So i'm trying to pick and choose what i think but um um i yeah i was having a really hard time with the breakup for a while um, and i was still uh, checking in with my psychiatrist every couple of weeks or months just to see like how's your medication doing and every time i had a phone call with her I was doing great. I was like in one of my good moods, which I didn't really realize was a thing at the time, but um, it was like, I didn't remember ever feeling down and depressed. So every time that I had a phone call with her, I was like, yeah, the minutes are working great. I'm doing great. It's awesome. And then a couple of weeks later, I would get into this really down depressed state where I didn't want to get out of bed again. And it's like, I couldn't remember ever being happy. And it took me a while to figure out that kind of pattern. And so I kind of noticed it. So I started tracking my moods and realized, Hey, I'm kind of having these weird, big mood shifts. Like, I don't think that's normal. And then being in nursing school, I was like, Oh, like, what if I have like bipolar disorder, kind of like jokingly. Um, and so I, made an extra appointment with her just to kind of talk about it with her because as I was tracking my moods, I was noticing those shifts. It would be like a couple weeks at a time. I'd be really down. And then a week or so at a time, I'd be really, really high and feeling like like I was almost like on drugs because I was so happy and so excited. I wanted to do all these things. I was like, yeah, I'm going to work out. I'm going to try this new hobby and do this and this. And I was talking a million miles a minute. And I was like, that's kind (laughs) of weird. I talked to her and yeah, she diagnosed me with type two bipolar disorder, um, which I didn't realize that there was multiple types, which is why I was like, "Huh, bipolar disorder. Um, But I guess I I have a milder form of it. So the mood shifts aren't as crazy, um, like most would see in the media. Um, And I wasn't upset to hear the diagnosis as we talked on the phone, like it was kind of a relief um, because for me, I always have to have like a reason for why I'm feeling a certain way. And I think that was another reason why I was so upset because I was like, why am I feeling like this? Why aren't I getting over this breakup? Like it's been eight months, I should be moving on. Why am I so easily affected by other people? Um, And then Flash forward to now, um, I'm on these mood stabilizers for it and I'm just, every day it's just crazy how much they're working. And like, I I haven't cried in forever. And at one point I was crying every single day. Um, I am just like at this steady in this good place. And I'm noticing that my memory has improved which is something that I didn't even realize that I was struggling with. And that's kind of why it took me so long to figure it out because my memory sucked. Um, and yeah, I guess here I am now. Sorry for like talking for so
0: long. No, don't be sorry at (laughs) all. Don't be sorry at all. I, wow. (laughs) Um, yeah wow holy I mean obviously like I had no idea about any of that stuff with your mom and just what your your past has encountered and even like I guess in the recent um, past as well with the breakup and everything and I think that's something that like I know I've been personally like I've had this very very similar thing and I like, I can just relate so much to you from the standpoint of where you say like you sat there and you're like it's been eight months like why like what's going on and I've been there I still get there sometimes and I'm like what the heck is going on like this makes no sense it's been a long time there's what is going on and I think that's that's something that it just directly it's just so relatable to all forms of mental health struggles I like I personally believe because he'll you'll encounter something like depression and it'll it'll seem like it's it's all getting better and then all of a sudden it'll hit you right in the face and you're you're gonna sit there and be like what the hell is going on (laughs) why can I why is this happening I thought I was getting better and I almost always use like the analogy. It's almost like you're taking 10 steps forward and 20 steps back. And Mm -hmm. I like, again, personally, like I've never been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. So I, but I, I've had enough conversations that I can only imagine what it is like. And obviously I'll never know. um, Or maybe I will at some point, I don't know, but (laughs) I, I just, I always like, I have to commend you again, just for, for sharing that piece of it and for actually like giving people an insight on what it's like to to be diagnosed with that and what it's actually like in in that um, like in that moment when you're you are you're like tracking it yourself and you're seeing that one week you're you're super high and you want to go do a million different things and then the next two weeks you're you're down in the dumps and that's something that I feel like there's so many people in their everyday lives that honestly very well could have bipolar disorder I fully fully believe it because you hear so many people and be like oh it's just a rough patch Mm -hmm. and but there's so many times it is is it really just a rough patch or is there something more to it and I mean again that's why I just have to commend you again because like you you acknowledge that and you stepped up and you actually like took action on it and you started to realize that hey I don't want to feel like this there has to be something behind it why is this happening and just always like reassessing and Mm -hmm. how is even like how have you told like very many people in your life or like what was that sort of scene like when you're first kind of telling people about about it
1: yeah this is actually a perfect segue to something I wanted to talk about (laughs) um so right away I mean I I've, I've always been an open book because my mom has been absent. My dad and I had to be open and honest with each other. Um, so I've always been open and honest with everybody. Um, and so I actually um, made a post about it on Instagram right away. And I had a coworker reach out who said I have the same thing. And I was like, that is crazy to know that I've known this person for a while now. And I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um and i i live with roommates here in victoria and i i love them to death but um obviously not everybody's always gonna understand um something they said to me that quite bothered me um was like be careful who you tell make sure you don't tell employers because they might not hire you and i was like that doesn't sit right with me like i'm not gonna like if somebody doesn't want to hire me because of it, then I don't want to work for them anyway, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, second of all, I don't even know if they can not hire you. Like I understand if you have the job and you're not showing up and you're not being a good employee, but I've always, because of my anxiety, I'm more nervous about not showing up for work than missing it. So um, like I've always been a really good employee. So it, it just kind of bothered me that they would think that I would need to hide something about myself just for the sake of others Mm -hmm. um and it just made me think that's probably why so many people don't want to speak up about it because they're afraid of how other people might react to it um which is another reason why i wanted to share this story not i mean kind of as like a rebellion like (laughs) well no i'm gonna tell everybody
0: Yeah. (laughs) um, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah that that was just something that and and my dad's the same way too, in a sense, um, he'll say like, oh, like nobody used to have mental health when I was young. Like now it's becoming a trend. Everybody has something, everybody has a diagnosis and a label for everything. And I'm like, no, it was always a thing. It just, it's awareness is being spread and it's becoming more accepted. People before were feeling ashamed to speak up because nobody wanted to talk about it or hear it and now they do and now we're finding new ways to explain it like that it's not that it never existed and now everybody's like oh I have this and this and this it was always like that it's just people are speaking up hmm absolutely but, you know yeah. I like I don't I'm, I'm not upset with them for it because you know they they grew up like that and now all of a sudden it's a big change and they themselves don't have mental health so there's always mm-hmm. going to be a part of them that doesn't understand even though they want to be supportive but mm-hmm.
0: yeah. for sure and I think that's with everyone too I I know I have like obviously I'm right into the mental health world and this is what I do every single day and it's and it's awesome and I love it and this is my passion it's everything that drives me forward in life and these types of conversations it's what literally like it makes me the happiest I've ever been like every time before a podcast it's like Christmas and that's why I even said before like why I wanted to move it around is because I'm like this is what excites me and if I'm feeling a little off then it's not right. Like it needs to be like, I need to feel good. We all, we both need to feel like fully invested in it and feel ready to go. And I like, that's, that's me. And that's my take on it. But there's also people that are in my life and they don't struggle. They haven't had any forms of struggles and they might be supportive, but at the same time, they don't always necessarily understand. And that's totally (laughs) fine. And I think that's with everyone. It's, Everyone's different, and I have people in my life that are the exact same way as your dad and your friends or your roommate. Sorry, and it's just—it's one of those things where I think you have to almost be like directly impacted by it, or ha- like maybe not even have any form of struggle yourself. But often, oh, but even then I just kind of like shot myself in the foot because I'm like, "Oh, well, your dad." <laughs> um, but I, I do think that you. You kind of have to experience some form of it to really understand it i think and that's where i mean there's a million different ways to kind of take out like look at it and take it but i i do think that nowadays it is really good that people are starting to open up and speak up and talk about their struggles as opposed to just decompressing them inside and pushing them away and shoving it all under the rug like everyone used to and I I think it's great that we're kind of getting away from, getting away from that mentality where, if you have any form of mental health struggle, you're weak or you're mm-hmm. not gonna get what you want in life and it's gonna ruin your life or you're not you're not gonna be as big of a contender as the person next to you or like whatever it may be and I think it's so awesome that we are getting away from that and that this is. real strength and this is what matters and this is just people actually just being honest with themselves and I think that's where we almost get a far more pure a form a far more pure society if you will where everyone's just genuine and everyone's being who they actually are as opposed to lying to themselves and lying to other people like I know for myself I planted a smile on my face for years and just walked around and acted like i was the happiest person to walk on planet earth and that just was the furthest from the truth and i think that's why it's so awesome that we can be so honest with ourselves and we can be so honest and share our stories on these forms of platforms where people get real help from them like that's the coolest Mm -hmm. part is today you're helping someone and that is spectacular like it's even today right now you've helped me because when you share your story i'm like wow like yeah I've been there. I know this. I feel this. And it's yeah, it's just it's incredible what sharing your story can really do for other people. It's
1: crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just makes you that much stronger too, like circling back to mental health being seen as a weakness. Mm -hmm. I think you're just that much stronger because you have that extra barrier to overcome and you're putting a smile on your face, even though like not like you shouldn't be hiding yourself and and Mm -hmm. putting that smile on and pretending that you're okay but uh getting to the point where it's a genuine smile like you Mm -hmm. you had to travel that much further and try that much harder to get where everybody else is and that's just like a huge strength in itself
0: definitely I mean that's piece of the puzzle as to why I kind of named it struggle creates strength is because I was Mm -hmm. I just looked at obviously my own story but also other people's stories around me and other people that I knew and I just figured that it's just so true that all of these struggles that we encounter in our life and even like for yourself like all these struggles that you've encountered and even just having you on here today and having you share your story just truly does prove that strength that you possess and the strength that you take into your everyday life which is insane it's absolutely <laughs> incredible and again just like half like round of applause like it's, <laughs> thank you yeah, no of course but it, it is it's and especially I think something that I don't even talk about it on here enough and I think we like I should definitely start talking about it more but the fact that People like yourself are taking these steps of action and like dealing with all of these different mental health struggles and figuring, like basically figuring out life all while studying, going to school, working, like doing everything, balancing it all. Like, how has that whole process been for yourself?
1: Uh, Yeah, it's definitely been hard, especially with COVID um, because you don't have as many of those outlets to distract from your feelings. Um, Mm -hmm. so that was another reason why this year has been hard, just like sitting in front of a laptop in my bedroom all day doing nursing school online. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, yeah, it was hard, but I mean, somehow I got straight A's, Mm -hmm. um, I guess I just really threw myself into the school and that was kind of my distraction is okay well I just have to get this done and I'll just do this and focus on that so that I don't. Because once I have that free time then I'm, I'm going to be upset and dwell on the past and so I was like I'll just really throw myself into my schoolwork, Um, which I realized pretty quickly. Was not the best distraction. Um, so I mean, I've since definitely reached out to friends more, and it helps now that I'm fully vaccinated and my friends are all fully vaccinated because now we can do more of that. But uh, yeah, it was definitely hard. I'm I'm not gonna pretend that it wasn't.
0: <laughs> no, I yeah, I can only imagine. But I mean, hey, congrats! <laughs> That's awesome that you, you you didn't just pass. You passed with flying colors and managed to to do it all and that is also I think that's it's very hopeful for everyone um, to even hear that and hear that obviously like I don't want to get into COVID talk because I think we all hear about it enough but like it is obviously a positive from a mental health standpoint when things can kind of start to go back to normal for some people and with the vaccine rolling out it's awesome to see that more people can be outside more people can go Mm -hmm. and actually talk with their friends and hang out with their friends and I think that's something that we all like almost all of us took for granted to to some extent and Mm -hmm. I know I personally did like I I love talking to people I love being around people and you can't do that every single day or often you can't go out and you can't go get dinner or lunch it's it gets to the point where it becomes very frustrating and it definitely mm-hmm. does put a big detriment on your mental health. Um, but I do have a question for you. And this again, is kind of like looping back to the start, but how, mm-hmm. how did you, like from going from getting like diagnosed, like how on earth, and I'm asking this because like I wasn't there and i even talked about this on the phone, but how on earth did you get yourself to a point to share your story on this public platform after like such a short period of time?
1: Well, I think I've just always shared my story. Like I'm, I'm actually trying to write a book about it. I've got like a few chapters done just of my whole story. Cause like I said, if I wanted to say the whole thing and every detail and all the, terrible childhood memories, I would be here forever. So I am trying to write a book. And for me personally, and I know not everybody's the same, but um, a really good coping mechanism for me is talking about it. And so I realized like if I'm in one of my really depressed states, if I come out and just like vent to my roommate or talk to my therapist or just get it out there, it really, it really helps me work through it. Um, because I almost worked through it on my own. And and as I'm talking about it, I'm like, oh yeah, okay. So this Mm -hmm. is what's going on. And so um, I guess, like I mentioned, I I had known about your platform for a while. um, Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I just wanted to share my story because I, I knew more people We're probably going through the same thing and and it took me such a long time to figure it out. So with hopes of maybe somebody will figure it out sooner than I did. Um, I learned that 6% of the population has type 2 bipolar, which is quite a lot more than I thought. So I don't know, I guess I'm just comfortable sharing my story and I wanted to help others and
0: yeah I think that's really all there was to it. <laughs> that's awesome No, that's amazing and I think again what's so cool about that and it literally fits into all of this is that how you basically just stated <laughs> oh my gosh excuse me <laughs> um, how you just stated that you like you're in hopes when you share your story it's in hopes that Somebody else can kind of figure it out sooner than you did, and I think that is such a common trend, if you will, on um, the podcast and why so many people do tend to share their stories, whether it is on the podcast or not, and just in their everyday life, is because we we really want to see people. We don't want to see people go through the same thing that we did, and I think that's again, you can almost even take it. Um, away from the mental health world and you see it in parents and you hear parents always say like, I want to give my kids more than, more than I had as a kid and I want to give them a better life. And I think that's kind of what we're really doing with mental health and with our stories and with our struggles is really just showing people and talking about it because we don't want to see people go through the same thing that we did. And we always like, that's why I always say like, what's your biggest tip of advice for people? Because I'm like, this can actually help people fast track their their process of healing and maybe even just learning that they might have some form of mental health illness that can be treated through medication or through counseling psychiatrists all there's so many different things that people can do to actually help themselves and help their mental health and so that's why I think it is awesome to have people sharing their stories and talking about it and talking about the process that they went through, because it's almost like, Hey, this is what I did, but this is what I would also suggest. And I think that's what's, that's like the, the whole beauty of it is because I know for myself, I'm like, wow, my journey was like seven years. And I'm like, that's not what I'm going to recommend to other people. I'm not going to say, yeah. Hey, yeah, just like go through this, this <laughs> seven year process. Like that's, that just, it's, nobody would ever sign up for that like at the end of like at the end of the day and so that's why i think it is so cool just to be able to give people advice and be like hey this is what worked for me this is what didn't work for me this is my story this is how i dealt with my things and you can you can pick and choose what you try and sometimes like i've had people which is really cool but i've had people reach out to me and say that conversations exactly like this have led them to go into a doctor and get diagnosed and which is like yeah which is really neat because it just it proves that there's people out there that are struggling and that are going through all forms of mental health struggles but they just think it's life and they think that oh this is just life this is the way it is Mm -hmm. and once they hear somebody even like yourself and share your story and be like hey yeah this is what I was kind of encountering yeah I kind of monitored myself for a month or a couple months and just realized like how I was feeling and there's going to be people that listen and they go oh wow like that's exact same as me and then they go in and they get diagnosed and it's like wow like that just totally fast tracks somebody's whole process and they don't wait years or even like extended months just to figure out what's kind of going on within themselves and I think that's that's where all this is so powerful is because you sharing your story every other person that shares their story just really does give people a better insight on some of those mental health struggles some of the the process that it the process and the journey that it takes to getting better and getting the help that you need and i i think it's amazing
1: thank you <laughs>
0: of course um, but I do want to ask you what would be your biggest tip of advice for somebody that might be struggling or may encounter any form of struggle in their life?
1: Yes, and uh, again, I don't think, obviously not everybody's the same, and, and it's not going to work for everybody, but definitely speaking to my therapist was one of the biggest things, and I had I tried therapy before, and I never really got into it, and my dad's been telling me to year, for years, like, talk to somebody, talk to somebody. And I was like, Oh no, I don't really need to like, I'll, I'll be fine. Cause I would, I would get into one of my happy moods and I'd be like, Oh no, it's okay. <laughs> I figured it out. Um, but I found a really good therapist recently. And something that I really liked about her was she didn't give me those answers that I was seeking. She like, if I asked her a question, she would rephrase it in a way that I could answer it myself, um, which I really liked. And I guess my piece of advice isn't necessarily like it doesn't have to be like a therapist, just somebody, even like an outsider to your life, somebody that doesn't have an opinion already or knows what's going on. Just like somebody who can take all the information and help you and just talk through it with you. Um, something I realize is if I if I stay in my room by myself. Um, it just gets worse. And I, my thoughts make me crazy and I start telling myself terrible things. And then I get out and I talk to somebody and I feel so much better. Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess that's a, a, like another way of saying, like, don't like hide it and pretend something's not going on, like talk about it, use that outlet and work through it. And yeah, I know that therapy I think for a lot of people is like oh uh, that's another way of saying like oh you're weak but I think Mm -hmm. anybody could benefit from going to therapy because life is hard and it didn't come with instructions I know that sounds like so cliche but (laughs) it didn't and sometimes you can just use a little bit of professional guidance Mm -hmm. Um, so that would that would be my biggest piece of advice is just to talk about it with somebody even if it's just like a little bit just to start
0: I love it. I uh, no, that's that's spectacular. And I I'm the same way. That's how I I was too is I utilized a psychiatrist for years just cuz it's so nice to, to just speak up and speak what's on your mind. And as perfect as some people's lives are, there's always something that comes up. There's always something that can be said there's always some form of altercation that has been had and needs to be vented. And I, I'm such a believer in that, but I I think there's an opportunity here to talk about something that could really be powerful for a lot of people. And it's kind of how you said you tried it before, but you didn't like it. And like what actually drew you back into seeing somebody and like, what was that process kind of like?
1: Yeah. Well, I actually, I had had a counselor that I liked. Sorry to talk about COVID again, but pre-COVID. Oh, I and so. I only saw her for a couple sessions. And then because COVID happened, she had to take care of her son. So I couldn't see her anymore. So then I like swore off it for a while. I was like, oh, I'll never find someone as good as her again. And I don't know. And then life got busy and I kind of pushed it away. Um, and then I guess it just got so bad out here that I realized okay I have to I have to take my life into my own hands and actually do something about it I have to stop making excuses I'm gonna just try I'll apply at this place and I'll just try it like I, I had to force myself to do it just because I I got so sick of being upset that I was like I need I need to do something about it I like I really want the help because I'm tired of feeling like this. Um, and so, yeah, I guess it, it just got so bad that I just had to push myself to do it. Um, but I'm so glad I did, uh, right away. I was, I was so glad to talk to her. And I think may I think that's another reason why people swear off therapy as well. It's like, they tried it and the person just wasn't a good fit for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just never tried again. Cause they're like, Oh, it doesn't help. So it is definitely about like finding the right person to um, somebody that works well with you. Um, yeah.
0: I totally agree with you on that one. I think <laughs> that is such an important, important thing to always talk about and to really just allow people to see is that it doesn't always work the first time and it doesn't, doesn't always work the first five times. Like, it's not that even just like you said there, it's not that therapy or psychiatrists or like any form of um, speaking to somebody isn't right for you. It's just that you haven't found like the right person. And I mean, it's, it's almost the same as kind of like dating. Like it's, it's either you have the right person or you don't. And you're not always going to get the right person the first time. Like it, it takes time. And Mm -hmm. as much as that kind of sucks, it's definitely worth it when you find that right person and you can go in there and you can, you just, I think it's so important when you just, you feel like you can be fully free and be yourself and express everything that is on your mind. And you know, that there's no judgment, you know, it's not going to leave that room. Mm -hmm. which is amazing and there's so much power in that and I think it honestly what it kind of does is I think it almost empowers you when you can go in there and you can express that you don't have somebody judging you for it you have Mm -hmm. somebody almost even just walking you through it and showing you how strong you actually are and show you that these struggles that you may be encountering are they're pretty normal in in the grand scheme of things and I that was always something that was that I got to actually see for myself was when I would go see my psychiatrist we'd sit down and we'd talk and I felt like I was such a wreck when I would walk in there sometimes and I would express everything and be like okay these are all my problems I know my life's my life's like in the gutter and everything like this and you'd be like you're like this isn't that bad like this isn't this is pretty normal and I'm like oh are you serious I'm not the only <laughs> one and that's like that's such a good feeling is when you know that you're not alone and I mean it's so cliche but it's like it's okay to not be okay and you're not alone and it's those two things are just so true like they are Mm -hmm. so so true because there's like we're having this conversation right now and there's so many things like when you shared your story I was like wow like I felt a lot of that I've experienced a lot of that there's some things obviously that I haven't but it's the same as everyone like everyone's life is a little bit different and everyone's struggles are a little bit different but to some degree or another we can always relate to each other's stories and that's where again this this becomes so powerful and really does help people gain some confidence and embrace that embrace those struggles embrace their vulnerable side and really really embrace who they are which is most Mm -hmm. important which is awesome yeah
1: Um,
0: I do have kind of one or two little quick questions just to wrap things up but what would be one tip or one oh my gosh what would be one quote or saying or something that has kind of like shaped your life or you kind of resonate with
1: yeah um I I couldn't find who the author was I just found it on Pinterest but as soon as I read it it immediately resonated with me um Mm -hmm. you are who you've been looking for all along and it resonates me in, in more ways than one, um, just that like nobody nobody's gonna fix this for you. Like you're at one point or another, you're gonna have to do something about it. And just like a reminder that you have that power to do something about it. Like you have that strength inside of you. And so all these answers that you're seeking are, are you, like you can do it. And um, another thing too, just like how important it is to have a good relationship with yourself and start speaking positively to yourself too. Like when you are having those down moments, not being upset with yourself for being sad, being okay with it and remembering too that like healing is not, a linear process like it's not just going to be from one point to another now you're magically fixed like you're still going to have these down <laughs> moments so you have to be kind to yourself and remember that you you can do it um, it's not always going to be easy but you can do it
0: I love that so much that is <laughs> yeah I I love it that is amazing and if somebody does want to reach out to you talk to you applaud you for coming on today where where could they actually reach you at
1: um yeah well anywhere i mean i've got my instagram um you can even put my email out there a phone number if i i think you always do like a a post on your instagram with like Mm -hmm. the picture like we can include that in there like i'm i'm happy to talk to anybody
0: awesome that is That's awesome. That always excites me when people are just so open to having conversations and open to helping people in any which way that they possibly can. And I mean, even again, you being here, you coming on the podcast, sharing your story, being exactly who you are and embracing that side of yourself, or I guess not that side of yourself, your whole self, I think is, (laughs) that's so, so awesome and so empowering and something that I hope a lot of other people Can do as well, and I hope a lot of people can take some of this strength that you have and put it into their own life, and really just see that you're like, look at you, look how strong you are for coming on, and that's exactly how, like, that's exactly what it is for everyone else. Like, anytime you share your story, anytime you speak up about any form of struggle that you're having, there's there's nothing to be ashamed of, and I mean, I still Mm -hmm. even take that, I have to take that into my own life so many times still is. Mm -hmm there's times when I have struggles and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm so weak for encountering this. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is stuff I preach on an everyday basis. Like you're not weak. You're just having a moment to yourself. And there's, there's nothing wrong with talking about it. There's nothing wrong with going through these things. And I, I think it is so important just to always, always be open to at least having a conversation about it. And like you said, talking with somebody about it, that's, the most important thing is just not closing yourself off to the world and actually just embracing who you are and embrace embrace every side of yourself whether it's the strongest version of yourself or the weakest version of yourself everything everything matters every like every part of us matters so yeah but again I truly do have to thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story being who you are, doing this for everyone. And I don't know how you did it after such a short period <laughs> of time, but I mean, oh my gosh, i just so thankful.
1: Well, yeah, thank you so much for having me. I was nervous because I was like, oh, what if I say something really dumb? <laughs> <But> <laughs> it went really well and, and you're very easy to talk to. So thank you for making it such a smooth process.
0: <laughs> of course. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I always like to, to be and that's why i always say i'm like hey we're just having a conversation there's no pressure at all and i mean i always mix things up and i like i'm not a fluent the best speaker in the world like i always mess things up and that's it's fine it just it shows that we're real people and i think that's what's important as well and yeah this is just a place where it's an open open environment open platform where people can honestly just share their story just like you did and that's what's it's amazing yeah again thank you so much for coming on I just could go on and on about that stuff but Um, no it's it's been awesome for sure
1: I love how passionate you are about it it definitely makes me feel special how excited you are about it
0: yeah no I yeah I mean I it's sometimes I'm like oh my gosh I gotta like gotta (laughs) really just like decompress all of these All the excitement that I have, because I think sometimes I get definitely way too overexcited, but at the same time I'm like, hey, there's there's nothing wrong with being excited about this. I think it's I think it's pretty good. So
1: yeah, it just means you're doing what you're supposed to be doing.
0: Exactly, exactly. (laughs) No, 100%. And I mean, I'm always a person that comes down to Victoria decently, decently often. Um, Obviously, now it's a little bit more difficult, but I know that in summertime I'll. I'll be down there and I'd love to to catch up and grab coffee with you just sit down and hopefully connect in person it's as awesome as these zoom calls are and as thankful (laughs) as I am for zoom it's way nicer to be able to actually sit down and have a real face-to-face conversation
1: yeah absolutely and my my family is all still in Kelowna as well so like I'm there in the Christmas time and stuff like that. So yeah, we can definitely make that work.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. That sounds awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and I, we have to keep in touch and keep this relationship relationship nice and strong. Cause again, like you're just an amazing person who I can't I can't thank you enough for coming on basically so yeah
1: well you're amazing too I mean you started this whole platform and you have a story of your own that's just incredible so
0: thank you very much (laughs) I appreciate it okay well it was nice talking to you You and we'll uh we'll keep in contact
1: sounds good have a good day
0: you too bye Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Struggle Create Strength. I hope everyone enjoyed Kate's story and I highly encourage you to reach out to her and have any form of conversation with her. She's an amazing person to talk to and somebody who obviously has an incredible story. Now, if you do want to reach out to me or potentially come on the podcast, I'm always open to it and you're more than welcome to at Struggle Create Strength on both Instagram and Facebook. or You can also reach me on my website at strugglecreatestrength.com. All podcasts are posted on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and additional posts are posted on Instagram as well. Now, again, like always, I have to thank those who are continuing to share the podcast via social media, word of mouth, spreading it in every which way possible because you seriously are making a difference. I don't do it for my own personal gain. I don't ask for this for my own personal gain. I ask for people to share the story, talk about the podcast, do everything you possibly can to spread the message that everyone has a story because you truly never know who is struggling. You never know who may be encountering the the biggest mental health struggles in their life at this very moment. It could be the person sitting next to you. It could be the person living in your house with you. You never know and that's what it was for myself. That's what it was for all those around me. A lot of people didn't know and that's why I harp on sharing the podcast sharing the messages embracing your vulnerable side being open and willing to have vulnerable conversations because you never know who may be struggling so I thank everyone for sharing and if you haven't please do because it makes a difference now I have to say thank you thank you thank you to those who are donating because again it makes all of this possible and i I know I say that a lot but it seriously does and if you are somebody who does want to donate to the podcast and keep the stories coming then you're more than welcome to and I, I appreciate it so much and you can just go to strugglecreatestrength.com donate and donate there to keep all the stories coming. Now thank you so much for listening and just remember that everyone has a story.